Hello everyone and welcome. This is Lead Yourself First podcast. Welcome. And today I'm so glad to have Dr. Tanya Lowe to speak to us about mindset. I believe you as a manager, you need to know how to succeed. And for you to know how to succeed, you need to start with your mindset. Your mindset is the first place to go. So I would like us to have a conversation with Dr. Tanya Lowe because Dr. Tanya Lowe, she is the riot starter, America's favorite mindset coach. Did you hear that? Mindset coach. She's an international and national consultant, facilitator, trainer, and a coach. She's also the CEO of the Resurgent Group of Metro Atlanta. And she's an author too. You wanna start a riot? Change, change, and also affirmation, confirmations, and prayers. And she's too an author of results-driven organization for the four keys to high-performance workplace. I want you to understand that in the workplace, you cannot perform well when you don't have your mindset right. And I think she's the right person to speak to us. If you're listening to this, I believe you know you're in the right place and we have the right person speaking to us. I want to welcome Dr. Lo and I want to start by asking her, Dr. Lo, congratulations first for your books and the success you've had. And I would like us to start with you giving us a little background. Maybe that will help us to set our mindsets as well, right? Where did you start from and how can we get started too? Great, thank you. Winnie, thank you so much for inviting me to speak today and share a little bit about mindset because mindset is the foundation for anything that we're moving forward on. So a little bit about me, you've already heard my bio. I'm a national and international speaker, trainer, and consultant. I work with organizations around the world, helping them to develop their best kept secret, their human capital. That's you, that's the people in your offices to help them perform at a high level. I have a background in behavioral health and uh, government. And so when people want to know what makes me different, I say that I've been helping people and organizations change for many, many years. And so what I've done is I've taken my background in behavioral health and I apply that to helping organizations change. And so um, with that, I've had the privilege of writing three books that people can utilize in, uh, in their company, with their teams, to help them to achieve optimal success. And the biggest thing right now, Winnie, and I applaud you for having this conversation, especially for where we are in the world, is around mindset. And so I, I thank you for that. I'm so happy to have you because I believe that if we don't have the right mindset, especially at these points in time, we're going to be left behind and we might also suffer for having the wrong mindset. So I'm so glad to have you. Maybe you can start by telling us where do we need to start from? 
Okay, great. And so Winnie, I prepared just a few slides that I'd like to share with your audience. And so I'm gonna pull them up because I believe as, um, as a teacher, and I am, a, I am a teacher, I believe that people learn from different ways. Many people learn from listening. A lot of us are visual learners and some people are what we call tactile learners. Those are the people that are gonna take a lot of notes. And so I've, I've prepared a few slides and I'm gonna go ahead and pull those up so that we can share them with, uh, with your listeners. And what we'll do is we'll also um, make sure that we provide you with, um, we'll provide you with the slides so you can share them as well. So um, these are the books that, that we talked about. Um, the one of them is missing, but my newest book is Results Driven Playbook for Success, a strategic thinking guide and journal. And, um, and we'll tell you about how you can get all of those afterwards. So Winnie, we're talking about mindset. And so when we talk about mindset, mindset is it's attitudes, it's um, our attitude shows up in our behavior. So when you think about that, you know, you think about someone who has a, uh, they're a, an ego, they have an egotistical attitude or they may have um, a mean, mean girl, mean guy attitude. That's gonna result in their behavior, how they show up. And then that's gonna result in the actions or not taking actions that they take and then the results, which will probably be negative, and then the performance, which is probably gonna be poor. Do you see how that, how that works? You see how that works, Winnie? I, I, I see that, and I think at this point, it's good to get uh, clear, especially because in the workplace, we've got different people behaving differently, and when you yes. put something like, like this in front of them, then they can understand how these people are thinking, what's going on behind their scenes. Exactly, exactly. It, 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 you know, many times people see the, the, the action that people take, they see the behavior, but they, what they don't understand is that it really comes from a set of, of um, mindset, is how we think. And so we've been using that term. Let's, let's talk about what it, it actually means. And so when you think about define, how we define mindset, you either have a fixed or a growth mindset. And so right now, it's really not gonna be um, beneficial to have a fixed mindset because people who have a fixed mindset are gonna think only their degrees are gonna help them. They spend a lot of time documenting their previous success and they think that talent alone is enough. And so if we look at where we are right now in the world, um, fixed mindset is not going to benefit you. This is the time to, to pivot. Would you say, Winnie? Yes, exactly. I, I believe that at this point in time, if you are still stuck in the fixed mindset, everything is at the same level. How will you be able to pivot if you are stuck looking at your degrees? The degrees are not going to help us right now. So we need a quick shift. And for us to quickly shift on this one, we need some help. And that is why you are here to help us to do that as fast as possible. Yes. 
And so, um, so that's fixed. And so then this is the growth mindset. The people with growth mindset, they're life learners. They're always thinking about how I can change and grow. They are able to pivot. Pivot means I'm moving in one direction, but I see what's happening and I'm able to change quickly. And so that's where my behavioral health background comes into. Just pause there and just repeat that again in case somebody missed that important point. Yes. And because of where we are now, we've got to pivot. Pivot means being able to change quickly. And so what I was going to say is, you know, as a, a person with a behavioral health background, I've had to help people change because we don't like change. And that's a part of our mindset. And so when you think about where you are in the world, you have two choices. You can either stay as you are or you can make changes. You can be fixed or you can be growth. Winnie, I choose to be growth. What about you? I choose to be in the growth mindset. And I believe <laughs> my audience wants to be in the growth mindset. Please take us through what we need to do. So my question is, what type of mindset do you have? So if you're listening to us have this conversation, ask yourself, am I fixed or am I Am I growth? Am I on that path of growth? And so let me, I want to share a little bit. I'm not going to go into a whole lot about how mindset works, but I, I want people to know that mindset is not just a, it's not just a, a buzzword that's out. It's really science. And so if you look at this picture, you're probably thinking, what is that? It looks like a bunch of tree branches. But those are neurons, neurons that are in our bodies. We all have neurons. And neurons are like our electrical system in our bodies, how we're wired. And so when you think of, um, I'm sorry, neurotransmitters. And so when you think of neurotransmitters, there are eight major ones. But I'm only going to talk about one of them today so we can get back to the interview. So when you think about... Um, dopamine. We all know about dopamine, right, Winnie? Yeah, yeah we do, we do. So dopamine is that feeling of pleasure and, and movement and motivation. And so some of the things that increases positive dopamine for me is when I get to go out and take a long walk or when I get to um, play golf or just sit and read a book. I mean, I feel so, it, I get so much pleasure from that. And so what we want to do with our mindset, when we're working on increasing a growth mindset, we have to look at where we are. Where are our levels of serotonin, which affects our mood? Where are we with our, our levels of dopamine, which affects our pleasure? GABA, which is, which, which is calming. All of these things have, um, they, 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 they affect our mindset. They affect our mindset. And so when we talk about mindset, in order to pivot in this world where we are now, we've got to have a new mindset and new mindset equals new results. New results equals winning. And I know winning, you and I talk about winning all the time. So do you think they're ready to see what's next? The question is, at this moment, are they afraid to pivot? And if they're afraid, what should they do or what can they do? 
because they believe they want to be high performing and they want to be in the growth sector. As exactly. So I've got some things that people can do to get in that good place. So I love this quote, whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. It's by Napoleon Hill. You're familiar with that quote. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just gonna run through this. Um, you know, we have to pay attention to um, our, our self-doubt, you know, bad mindset juju, those things that keep us stuck in, um, not in growth, you know, we, we have self-doubt, we have a lot of fear, as you mentioned, um, we have excuses, but we really think they're valid reasons, like, it's not time, I'll wait till the children grow up, I'll wait until I get a degree, I'll wait until I get a certification, none of those things have anything to do with minds, with a growth mindset, um, they're actually fixed mindset, they're limiting beliefs, we all have them, and so I want you to think about what are your limiting beliefs? Is it perfectionism? Everything has to be perfect. Is it an insecurity? Is it indecisiveness and you have to ask everyone for permission? Is it codependency? You know, your success is dependent on someone else. Is it that you need validation, what I call the cosigner validation syndrome? Or is it that what I call the, you need permission from the peanut gallery. You're gathering everybody together and you're asking them, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? But the reality is you, you are the one that makes the decision about your mindset. And you are the one that, that oftentimes is standing in your way of your success. So Winnie, you asked me about some tips, some tips that you can do to um, move forward with a positive mindset. But I wanna share this quote with you real quick. You can't have a positive life and a negative mindset. And Joyce Meyer said that. That is, so that is so powerful to me as we talk about the steps that we can take. So the first thing is realizing I can't have a positive life, which we all want, if my mind is negative, if I'm in a negative mindset place. Okay, so if you want more, here we are. We have to be clear and definite about what we want, where we want to go in our future. A lot of times, and Winnie, I'm sure you find this, that people are not really clear about what it is they want. They just know that they want to success, succeed. Have you found that? Have you seen that as well? Many times, I just want to succeed, but you don't know exactly succeed, beware exactly, by when, because you also need have to define by when, so that you exactly. can start working backwards. Exactly. So the first thing is you have to be clear. You have to be definite. You have to be clear. The second thing is determine exactly what you intend to give in return for your success or your growth. And so what happens is many times, Winnie, what that people you know, usually ask me, well, what does that mean? What do you mean what am I going to give in return? Well, you're going to have to give up to grow up. John Maxwell says that. You have to give up to grow up. So it might mean you've got to give up um, your TV time. It might mean you might have to give up your partying time. It might mean you have to give up um, some time with family so that you can prepare for whatever your goals are. But what exactly, it might mean you have to give up spending so much money on frivolous things. What do you need, what do you intend to give up to grow up to that next level? 
So when I can think about when I was working on my doctorate that I had, I had to give up a lot for that short period of time. So I wasn't able to hang out with my friends. I wasn't able to go and into a lot of events because I was working on my dissertation. And so, but that was only for a short amount of time. And so that time, um, I also see that as being, um, being very focused on, on your success. So can you think about a time where you had to give up to, to grow up? Definitely many times when I decided that I was going to change and that wanted the destination of where I wanted my life to be, it meant that there are certain things I had to do when I was doing my master's. Definitely I had to know that I had to sacrifice actually at some extent my work because I needed to finish that. And it was so important because if I didn't, then I would not have finished. And I'm so glad that I made that sacrifice. Even right now, when you look at the way things are, if yeah. people are not willing to go out there, look for the information they need to be able to pivot <laughs> around this time, because there, there are so many new skills they're going to require. And yes. there's going to be a demand for you to put up time to learn about those new skills, because the old skills are going to be useless right now yes you need different new skills new skills exactly exactly so number three is establish a date right establish a date so we're in a we're in a situation right now where we don't know how long we're going to be um sheltering in place we we don't know but we what we do know is that when we make the decision to pivot when our vision is clear when we know exactly that we need to make some mindset shifts, establish that date for what it is you want to do, what it is you want to do, regardless of what's going on in the world, you can still control that. So you want to write it down. So that's number three. Number four is create a plan. You must create a plan. You can't let your future depend on someone else. So create a plan, write it down. It can't just be in your head, write it down. Winnie, I know that, you know, we, you know, we talk and we mastermind a lot, but don't you find so much value in writing your plans down? I always have to write them down without writing them down. I don't know what is the next action that I would take. <laughs> Exactly. And exactly. I might forget. So to help me with that, then I have to write them down and ensure that I know this is the next step. This is where I'm going. So that when I'm stuck, I know where I am stuck. Exactly. Exactly. And then um, the next one is write out, a, uh, write out a clear, concise statement. And so when Napoleon Hill wrote the book, Thinking Grow Rich, he came up with these these um, steps. And so, you know, like I said, the first step is getting clear. Second step is finding out what are you gonna give up to grow up. The next step is, um, is you know, write, coming up with a date, coming up with a plan, and then writing out a clear, concise statement. My computer wants to die on me. Writing out a clear, concise statement about where, um, what you're gonna do, what your intentions are. And so, um, can you think of a time, Winnie, when you've had to do that? I had to, to do that because this helps you to know at the 
and what is the expected outcome because when you have that clear statement then it drives the actions that you're going to take without it you're not clear whether you achieved what you set out to achieve so you need a clear statement which for me you could consider it as a mission statement for you exactly. for the plan that you're doing exactly exactly i love that a mission statement um and and I have I, I like I like that Winnie I, I think that we all should write personal mission statements and I actually um, there's something that I do with my clients around creating personal personal mission statements and then the next thing is you want to do is read your statement out loud um, Napoleon Hill says you should read it um, in the morning you should read it in the afternoon you should read it at night before you go to bed. And the whole thing about reading it, you've created this, this mission statement. You've created this mantra, if you will. You've created this reminder of what you say that you're gonna do. And so as you read it, remember the, the, the slide that I showed you with all of the neurotransmitters on it? Those things should be elevating because your mindset is starting to change at the biology level, right? It's starting to change at the, the at your core because mindset is really about what's planted in our subconscious. Mindset is really, it's in our brains. And so you read this statement out that you've developed. It's clear, it's got a date. You know what you're gonna have to sacrifice in order to move along. When you read it, um, you, you, it's going to give you some joy, right? It's going to give you that constant reminder. It's going to help you stay focused. And so, um, and then, and then you want to, uh, as you're reading it, not only just read it, but you, you want to take action on what you're doing. So, um, Wayne, do you have any experiences with, with this? I mean, in, you know, we, fact, in, in fact, I believe that like when you're reading it and when you're seeing it every other day or every day, it keeps your subconscious like reminding you you're not up to what you said you will do. Like it's a reminder subconsciously and you'll just find yourself moving from distractions and focusing, which is a good thing. Exactly, exactly. And so, um, you know, there's some other slides in the presentation that talk about um, how my, how the subconscious works. And I don't wanna get into those, but what I do want to share with the audience, if I will, if, um, if, if I can, if I may, is um, some tips on how they can move forward with, um, with practicing mindset. Please go ahead and share this with us so that okay. we are practicing the right thing and we will be so glad because if we're going to pivot successfully, then we need to have the right things to do so that we are not second guessing on what exactly. we need to do. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Winnie, these are mindset practices. And so the first one is, you know, um, and jump in, feel free to jump in, you know, as we talk about these, you know. Um, make the decision and believe that you can make the mindset shift. And that's what those five steps were all about. So you've got to believe it. Everything starts with a decision. And I actually like to use the word commitment because we, 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 
if we make a commitment to something, the only person we're going to break that commitment to is ourselves, And we've got to stop breaking our commitments to ourselves. What do you think? Once you make a commitment to yourself, and if you really want to see yourself succeed, definitely you follow through with your commitment. So I believe it's important. You make a commitment to yourself and believe that you can see yourself through it. And especially during this time, you need to commit to yourself that I want to be better so that I don't have to wait until this uh, season is over. The time is now. Yeah. You can commit and start right now. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the next thing is one of the things that I do, Winnie, is I practice gratitude daily. And uh, it really helps me to not focus on where I am right now. Um, I, I like to make a gratitude list because you can't practice gratitude and be negative at the same time. So if we make it a habit of practicing gratitude daily, write it down, put your, you know, uh, get a little jar and put slips of paper in the jar of the things that you're grateful for. It really keeps you in a positive mindset. Speak up a bit on that because uh, sometimes people don't know the importance of gratitude. Like, uh, why should they have something that to be grateful for? How does that uh, send the neurotransmitters? How does it shift the energy for the person? Oh, that is such a great question. So, you know, when you're practicing gratitude, it's really hard for me to think about, well, I'm grateful to be alive. And think about, um, I hate being stuck in the house, right? Because the alternative to that is not being alive. So, <laughs> so I'm grateful for if, if you have children, you know, you may be tired of being around them because you're with them so much, but being grateful for them, being grateful if you are still getting a check in the mail, you know? So some of the things that I write on my gratitude list is I'm grateful for my clients. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that I can see and move and I'm grateful for exercise and I'm grateful for good food. And so when you think about all those things you're grateful for, you don't have time to complain. You don't have time to be negative. Exactly, yeah. It creates a shift. It creates a shift. Yeah, and, definitely. And, and I believe gratitude and I always put this under self-care because you can't be the best manager around people if you're not practicing gratitude because it means you're not happy to be where you are. You can't appreciate the other people around you. And for you to be grateful for yourself, for your life, for what you have, then you'll be grateful for others. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. So um, I'm not going to go through all of these, Winnie. I'm just going to, a couple of the other things that I really like to do. I mean, folks see them. I think a lot of them are self, um, self-explanatory. Um, I'm going to talk about setting boundaries and setting boundaries is something that it's a part of self-care. It's a part of mindset. It's a part of um, drawing that line in the sand that says I, I matter. And so setting boundaries sometimes means saying, no, I can't, I don't want to, I'm not available, instead of saying yes when you don't feel like saying yes, when you um, allow people to take advantage of you, when you know that situations 
are happening that uh, you're being taken advantage of. You have to set that boundary. Another thing that I, I like is language restructuring. Language restructuring is not using passive language. I'll try, I think, it's I will do it. I will succeed, I will get it done, I'm doing it. It's, it's changing the way you use your words. And so when we use passive language, what that does is that's because of our mindset, our limiting beliefs in ourself. And so when you catch yourself using passive language, I'll try, maybe, um, I want you to re rephrase that. Um, and I love that language restructuring. I first heard it from you. And I love when you speak to somebody and tell them, be conscious what they're saying to themselves. I think that is very helpful because we don't catch ourselves conscious of what we're saying to ourselves. So we need to be like aware of what we're saying to ourselves because that is what we will continue to be like create. And we want to create the things we love. So we need to pay attention present exactly exactly um all of these things are going to take you to your breakthrough Winnie is there anything here that you see that stands out for you that we didn't talk about yes please speak about accountability because mm. one of the things that really make managers to fail at times is accountability how do you make sure that there's accountability on anything any project you're working on, any goal that you're working on, how do you ensure you have accountability? Or accountability. How do you practice that? Accountability is so um, important. And what I found when I, with my work with, with leaders, is if they don't have someone holding them accountable because they feel like, well, I'm, I'm at the top, so I hold people accountable. Mm -hmm. People, I, people, no one holds me accountable. It's usually because of, of their ego. And so we all need someone holding us accountable on those five things that we said we wanted to accomplish. And so if, if it's having a mastermind, having an executive coach like myself or like Winnie, having someone that you can connect with, that you can run your ideas by, and they hold you accountable. Accountability is paramount to success. It, it may be a small group. It may be getting involved in a paid mastermind. You know, we've got to start investing in, um, in our growth. And so I'm, I'm actually in a mastermind group. It's, it's a spiritual mastermind group and it's called the growth circle. And so what we do is not only do we develop each other um, spiritually, but we also develop each other in our, in our businesses because we are all entrepreneurs. And so you can create an accountability uh, partner. It doesn't have to be a group. You can ask one person, hey, these are some of the things that I'm working on. Take those notes that you wrote down because you're going to write them down and say, hey, I'm working on these things. Will you hold me accountable? Will you make sure that I do it? Will you provide encouragement when I get discouraged? Um, so it's really important. Accountability is paramount to all success. That is so great because we could miss that and it's very key. 
yeah. speak in just one minute because our time is up. I want you to speak on hold your image, your vision. If we don't have that, how successful can we be? Yes. So holding your image and your vision, and I'm gonna st I'm gonna stop the slides right now because I want everyone to see me. Holding your image, holding your vision is really just taking the time to close your eyes and breathe. So everybody do it with me. And envision a better life, a better business, a better team, a better organization. If you close your eyes and you envision what that looks like. And so if everyone gets a picture in their head, whatever you see in that picture, hold that image. Don't let it go. If you see people communicating and working well together, hold that image. If you see people um, developing new business opportunities, um, you see people performing higher than they've ever performed before, hold that image but the thing about holding that image is you've got to do the work behind that image and so all of the things that we've talked about this this um today is really about its mindset it's using all of them it's not just using one piece it's using all of the pieces to the puzzle but i think the most important one i'm so glad that you you asked me to talk about that a little bit a little bit more holding your image because it, it's going to get hard it gets hard you want to give mm -hmm. up but if you always go back to what it could be then you won't give up you won't quit and that that my friends is a growth mindset thank you so much dr tanya that is so lovely and that was a great interview I believe that all the middle managers listening to us today, they're going to be different. And believe me, the last part, if they don't hold the vision, how successful can they be? And how successful will their organizations be? I believe you've taken us to a journey and we are going to start right now. And I believe they too will start the journey. And to them that don't start the journey, they stay in the fixed mindset, they are stuck. We can't help them because it begins with yourself. And that is why the podcast says, lead yourself first. And I believe if you lead yourself first, you'll be successful. Absolutely. They have what it will, it will take for them to be where they need to be. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast. I believe you have gained and I believe you will become transformative people in the place of work. Until next time, it's a goodbye for now.